things awesome awesome things the lord is doing in the house glory be to god glory be to god glory be to god hallelujah 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 shiba rosiko takorabashata rosso soketo zibarako shoto bondos robokoshika labarabako santo robokoshika dabayandas Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. You're a good, good God. You're a good, good God. You're a good, good God. Rubatiko sopo kurabashada. Mapraka teke zubalabu kushenda. Orabanda si prahado shekete. Rubusoto kriada bakasata garabu sapaya. Rubukusoto ribediasi kadabaha. Shakara da basoto ruboko shebede bede karabado siketo kabada baya rusu koteki barada bosekati katiyo sepaya ruko tesi kado boko sonto maprakata legedi ya krose pagadiyo sepaya rubo shekete rubo shekete barus kepa kushondo raka kaka da basonto legede de 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 Rabakashada basabada, Rababashata yada bosus, yada basoto todo basus, Marabasin karabako soprada pae, O Ramandiki sopokoshaba, Ribedesi kadio sepaya, Rubusoto robokoshada baha, Radadio seketekosia, Rebedekosoto criada bahantis, Iproce kadio sepaya, Rabada busoto ruboshike de bakosondo, arabado sekizo malabakoshai, lebaroso sokotegesia, ma prabano sepato sekenjonios escavios, rukota criada busoprokoshadaba, arabasoto cria sepado masia, rabashata labarandos. Oh, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Rudosho do bodobososo. We give you praise, we give you glory. Thank you. Thank you for the death of your son on the cross. Oh, we give you praise. We extol your name, Lord Jesus. Radisoto Rabati Shukada Badakosi Prodikaya Raditi Shakada Bonda Presi Kapona Vasifenosia. Oh, Rabababa Seke Dizobara Dadaboko Santo, Robo Seke Dizobara Koshadami Kosevani Nakosaba Nobavai, Ruki Tegi Dimokoria Dabando Sasovia Dakashi, Oh, Rebe Dizobana Noskivaya Nasisiso, Jorobo Soto Baradina Nasiso de Obonosis, Acriotus Sopradina Makobarne, Jodiona Mogokaya, Makrosi Barundusi Prohedobokoshai. Arabadioso soda bandos, ribeti shokora da patino mokosonda, ribetete de sukodoborobo koshada banda, mabarada bada bokosondo koso soda bada balsa, oh rabada basobata sabada basunda, ribeti shoprande sikorando sapadone valley, escosepanos kijodizo balakoste, moro kosta, garodus kihoja gaya. 
Oh, patasi fenomanti sopiros, rosekijo dobokosos, i priada bondos, i priada bondos, i priada bondos, mirus dososoki da barato shikaya bondos, ngarabada bokosoto rabada monosos, a prondegiso, romonde kidarabo shakaya. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for dying on the cross. Rukitozi marushi kalaborando siko dumaradi kushiada banda. O rabato separado kushodum yadakai. Thank you, Father. Thank you, good, good God. Kozi balagase koshda galisis. E krosha parene noski pokarada yadesis. Aradada yasikarada bokusundo. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We give you praise and glory, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Arababo shoto roboko siparabaka. Marabo soto predeki shodo brako shodo bondas. Ainki adaboso sonda. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, we give you praise and glory, Lord. Ay, ay, I'm so excited. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. 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 Awesome glory in the house. I'm so excited coming your way this day. I'm excited. <laughs> all right. So, uh, I must first of all tell you, I want to thank everyone who, who is listening correctly to me right now. Yeah. Thank you, everyone, for, uh, for coming. And um, first of all, I would like to say... That we're going to be discussing about this, and um, I don't in any way. Uh, I won't be. It's it's not like I'm an authority in this. Is that okay? So, is this subject to theological exegesis and all of that? You know, I'm not. Um, I wouldn't say that. Uh, I'm. I'm. I'm giving the final authority. I just want to share with you, I just want to take the time to share with you what I feel in my spirit, what I know that is true. Is that okay? So we'll just look into it together. Is that all right? If you peradventure have a much more uh, accurate uh, theological exegesis concerning it, well, that's fine. But what I'll be sharing with you is what I know should be truth. Is that okay about it? And it has been a topic that people you really they usually uh, I know one of one person or the other would have thought about it and would have said, "Is this thing really true?" You know, someone would have thought about it like, "Is it true? Uh, is it true? This is it true that uh, is if you look at Friday to Sunday, it's not three days and three nights, but we saw numerous times. In fact, numerous times when Jesus came. Jesus uses the word he was going to die for three days and three nights. Are you getting what I'm saying now? So we want to look into scripture where 
and Jesus cannot be lying. <laughs> Jesus cannot be lying. So we need to look into it ourselves and see. Jesus is not lying, but Friday to Sunday is not so three days and three nights. <laughs> so at best, some of us avoid the question. Some try to argue and do mathematics. I've been there. That reminded me while we were on campus. We were looking at this uh, particular subject matter. We were looking at this subject matter and then we were arguing, we were hugging, hugging about it. We were hugging about it and we kept on trying to do mathematics. We were trying to make the mathematics to suit what Jesus said. But there was one thing we were not saying. There was one thing we, we, we were not actually saying. Are you getting it now? There was one thing we were not saying that Jesus was not lying. And as well, Jesus was talking from a standpoint. And we needed to see it. Are you getting what I say? We needed to see it. Now, if Jesus had said it would just be for three days, uh, that would have been better. It's very, you could easily calculate Friday to Sunday for that one because Friday morning, isn't it? Even if, I can't even count that as Friday morning because he died in the afternoon of Friday. So if someone died in the afternoon of Friday, if you calculate it, you can't have three days on Sunday morning because he resurrected in the morning of Sunday. So if he resurrected Sunday morning and he died Friday afternoon, Obviously, that is not even three days again. But he said three days and three nights. <laughs> it's three days and three nights. Glory to God. But Jesus didn't lie. I want to show us from God's word that he didn't lie. And he meant every bit of what he said. And we'll be looking at it together. I don't mean to bore you, so... Just bear with me and then we're just going to cruise this boat together. And I want to show us where Jesus said he was going to die for, you know, for three days and three nights. So that you'll not just think I'm just making all these things. So we'll start looking into scriptures now. Oh, Thank you, Lord, for the spirit of revelation. So that time when we were on campus, I and my brethren, we started searching scripture. We started doing many, just to know what, what what was true because you you and i know that the birth of jesus was important but the death the barrier and the resurrection of jesus is very very much instrumental to our faith in fact paul puts it this way i think it was paul that was saying that if christ did not resurrect he said it is vain that's what i'm saying that was how paul puts it he said our faith is vain if Christ did not resurrect from the dead. So for you to just know how very, very important the death and burial and resurrection of Christ is for us as believers, you can imagine someone puts this question to you and say, you say Jesus died and you say Jesus died for three days and three nights and then he's telling you to prove it and that you celebrate that Jesus Christ died on Friday and then he resurrected Sunday morning and then he puts that question to you and say, is it three days and three nights? You know, we found out, me and my brethren, that we couldn't answer the question. 
we asked ourselves it wasn't a question we were running away from we asked ourselves and then we were like no there's got to be an answer for this and then we started searching through scriptures and then until we searched and searched and we just found out that we were only looking for a spiritual answer in form of a letter <laughs> it was going to be a revelatory answer not it was going to be revealed not something you just find that okay this is this and that it was going to be a revelatory answer by the spirit of god and thank god the spirit of god gave us this insight and when he gave us this insight we couldn't agree less that it is true we couldn't agree less now many of you would, must have heard many many different things but i'm just here to tell you what was revealed to us by the spirit of god which is very accurate with scripture is that okay i know some of you can't wait to yeah <laughs> yes i'm putting many people on the edge of their seat right now but that's okay it's all part of it it's all part of it it's all part of what i trust god to do today <laughs> all right so quick one matthew 12 matthew 12 38 to 40 matthew 12 38 to 40 matthew 12 38 to 40 matthew 12 38 40 see what he said he said then certain of the scribes of the pharisees answered saying master we would see a sign from thee verse 39 but he answered there he answered and said unto them an evil and adulterous generation seek after a sign and there shall no sign be given to it but the sign of the prophet jonah verse 40 for as jonah was three days and three nights in the whale's belly so shall the son of man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth amazing amazing so it was established there that jesus said you know what i'm going to be dying for three days and three nights are you getting the point now it's going to be for three days and three nights not just three days but three days and what three days and three nights do you get the point now so it is very very important i state that before we venture into anything so that you understand that he wasn't just going to die for three days but for three days and three nights amazing glory be to god so let me move quick into my bible exegesis on time all right so let's now go to the book of matthew 26 matthew 26 Matthew 26. We want to look at the story of Gestiman because it's very instrumental to whatever we want to discuss. Uh, because that it was that particular scripture, a lot happened. And this particular scripture I'm going to be sharing is uh, very pivotal to build upon what we want to, what we want to talk about. Is that okay? Hallelujah. So, we'll be starting from 30, verse 36, the, the Gestiman story. And I want you to follow through. I won't do be rushing. Matthew 26, 36. Matthew 26, 36. Are you there? Glory to God. Verse 36, he said, Then Jesus went with them to a place called Gestiman. Who did he went with? His disciples. The Bible said, And he said to his disciples, Sit here while i go over there and pray he took with him peter and the two sons of zebedee 
and became anguished. Now I'm reading from the NET version. Is that okay? You can read from the KGV as well, but I'm reading from the NET version. Verse 38. Then he said to them, My soul is deeply grieved, even to the point of death. Remain here and stay awake with me. Verse 39. Going a little farther, he threw himself down with his face to the ground and prayed, My father, if it's pos- if possible, let this cup pass from me. Yet, not what I will, but what you will. Take note of the cup. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's still going to come back. We'll still come back to it again. Take note of the cup. Then he came to the disciples and found them sleeping. He said to Peter, So couldn't you stay awake with me for one hour? Stay awake and pray that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Verse 42. He went away a second time and prayed, My father, if this cup cannot be taken away unless I drink it, your will must be done. Now, the cup comes again to play. And uh, we were told now from this verse 42 that what was inside the cup was drinkable are you getting what i'm saying what was inside the cup was drinkable and that if jesus drank from the cup he meant that a lot was going to change and that if jesus what jesus was doing here was spiritual you have to understand that what Jesus Christ was doing here was a defining moment. As a matter of fact, Jesus' agreement here was very instrumental to anything that ever happened afterwards. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now, I'm going to just read through so that I could explain it later on. Now, let me finish what I'm reading. Verse 43, he came again and found them sleeping. They could not keep their eyes open. Verse 44, so leaving them again, he went away and prayed for the third time, saying the same thing once more, meaning that he repeated the matter of the cup again. Are you getting what I'm saying? Verse 45. Then he came to the disciples and said to them, Are you still sleeping and resting? Look, the hour is approaching. What hour? <laughs> what hour? Other versions will say, The hour is at hand. Are you getting what I'm saying? And what will happen at this hour? He said, And the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. He said, Get up and let us go. Look, my betrayer is approaching now i want permit me to read to read verse permit me to read verse verse 4 verse 53 verse 53 and i'm going to read uh, uh mark's account because there was a way mark put his account in this part, portion of scripture i want to read <laughs> but i will read it in any and then i will just give you a similar version in the book of mark and then you're going to see the way Mark puts it. I'm trying to connect something together. Verse 53. It says, verse 53 of Matthew 26 in NET version. It said, Oh, do you think that... Now, this is when uh, Judas had come, kissed Jesus, and then they were about to lay hold on, you know, you know, just lay hold on him. 
verse 53, he said, Or do you think that I cannot call on my father and that he will send me more than 12 legions of angels right now? Verse 54, he said, Out then with the scripture that say, it must happen this way be fulfilled. Are you getting what I'm saying? At that moment, Jesus said to the crowd, Have you come out with sword and clubs to arrest me like you are, like you are an outlaw? Day after day, I sat teaching in the court, yet you did not arrest me. But this happened so that the scripture of the prophets would be fulfilled. Then all the disciples left him and fled. Now let me read Mark's account of this particular portion of scripture. I want to I want to read I want to read Mark's account of this of this particular scripture. I want to read Mark's account. Close Brahashantezizo Predu Shatizo Baradosas Rubushoto Ribetico Sodabai. Mark's account. I want to read Mark's account. Can everyone still hear me? If you can still hear me online, I need you to just uh I need you to drop me a drop me a message, don't drop a message on the WhatsApp group chat platform or Facebook platform, uh wherever you're you're listening from, just drop just drop me a message or something. Just drop a message. Now don't drop me a message in the comment box of the mixer, but just drop me a message. Uh, just drop me a message on the WhatsApp anywhere you're listening from. Just drop me a message there. Is that okay? Just drop me a message there anywhere you're listening from. All right. If you're still if you're still able to hear me, all right. All right, all right. So everyone is still able to hear me, isn't it? Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 All right. Oh yes, 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 you all can hear me. Awesome. Awesome. All right. So now let me let me continue. So this is it. I want to read Mark's account. There was a way Mark put his own uh, his own part of the story. Mark puts it in a very interesting way concerning that portion I read in Matthew twenty six. Mark, 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 Mark thirteen. Is it Mark? Mark fourteen. Mark chapter fourteen. I want you to follow me. Mark chapter fourteen, and I want to read verse verse forty eight. Verse 48. I think I'm reading from the KJV New International Version. New International Version, Matthew 14, uh, Mark 14, Mark 14, verse 48. Mark 14, 48. He said, Am I am I leading a rebellion? Said Jesus, that you have come out with sword and clubs to capture me. He said, Every day I was with you, teaching in the temple courts, and you did not arrest me. But the scripture must be fulfilled. But the scripture must be fulfilled. Now, what am I trying to point out by reading this scripture to you? I'm trying to point out this scripture to you that the capturing of Jesus was the beginning of his death. And that was why Jesus was emphasizing that. I want you to know that Jesus did not... Uh, die when you thought he died on the it was that wasn't when he started dying on the cross that wasn't when his death began are you getting what i'm saying often time and i will and i will show you in scriptures now often time we had always thought that 
Jesus died on the cross. That that was when he start, That was when his death began. But no, that wasn't when Jesus's death began. Jesus's death began when they could capture him. Remember, he said, "The hour is come." He said, "The hour is come," and he said, "The hour is come." That night at Gethsemane, after he had prayed and prayed and prayed. And I want you to know that Jesus' death wasn't just physical alone. It was first spiritual. You need to understand this before you can even say you are doing a calculation of the days and nights. You must understand from God's perspective of what death is. God, what God calls death is not what humans think as death. Oh, glory to God. Awesome glory to God. And I'm going to be showing us now. You will understand I said we should, we should play emphasis. We should take note of the cup which I made mention about. Now, see what, see what theological exegesis spoke up about the cup. Let me show you what was about the cup. And we're going to check scriptural references now. Now, Matthew 26, 39. Theology says this cup alludes to the wrath of God that Jesus will experience in form of suffering and death. So what was inside the cup? The cup as it were is not just your... If you understand wherever the cup was mentioned, at least now scripture will begin to pop up in your mind where cup was mentioned. Cup was mentioned in the New Testament as well. And it was, I think, uh, during Jesus' ministry when, when the mother of uh, John and James, the Zebedees, when he went to Jesus and said, let one sit down, uh, grant my children, let one sit down by my left, let one sit down by your, by your right and your left. And then Jesus told her, can they drink from the cup? <laughs> are you getting what i'm saying can they drink from the cup so we, the cup has popped up in new testament but i want to show you in old testament what this cup referred to now you know i've been able to explain to you it referred to the wrath of god that jesus that the wrath of god that jesus will experience for mankind that was where his death began the death of jesus began in gestiman that night not when you you not saw him nailed to the cross but his death began that night now look at scriptural references that speaks about the cup are you getting what i'm saying so let's uh, let's have a look are the scriptural references that talks about the cup let's let's look let's look into it scriptural references that talks about the cup now isaiah 51 isaiah 51 it talks about the cup isaiah 51 verse 17 isaiah 51 verse 17 isaiah 51 verse 17 see what he said he said wake up Wake up, get up, O Jerusalem. He said, you drank from the cup the Lord passed to you, which was full of his anger. 
Are you getting it now? Which was full of his anger. He said you drain dry the goblet full of intoxicating wine. But what I want to point to you there is when Jesus begins to speak about drinking from the cup and that was what he was talking about. He was also referring to something that has been used before in the Old Testament. It was usually used in this context containing the anger of the Lord, the cup. Now, another scripture fast, Isaiah 51 verse 22. Isaiah 51:22. You see that scripture talking about the cup and the anger of God again. Are you seeing it here? He said, this is what your sovereign Lord, even your God, who judges his people says. He said, look, I've removed your hand, the cup of intoxicating wine, the goblet full of my anger. He said, you will no longer have to drink it. Are you getting what I'm saying? So when Jesus started talking about drinking from the cup, we now understood contextual meaning that actually that cup contained the anger, the wrath of God. This that was that was the suffering and the death. You have to understand this before you can calculate the days that Jesus experienced the spiritual death in Gethsemane. So does it not make sense now why his soul was sorrowful unto death? Does it not make sense now why they could capture him? Because he told them, he said, before now you couldn't capture me. I have preached in your temples, you could not. So it meant that now you must get this, you must get this into your spirit. That when they could capture Jesus was signifying something in the spirit realm. Because until now you could not capture Jesus. You could not. If it was not the time, you could not capture him. He was only capturable because his time had begun. So when he said the hour is approaching, what hour was he talking about? The hour with which they, it could not be delivered into the hands of the sinners. That was when that time started ticking off. And that was why he was crying, he was praying, he was groaning. The Bible said his sweat were like drops of blood. Come on. So the old transaction of him surrendering to the will of God concerning his death began in the guesstimate, in guesstimate why he was praying. Because as soon as he drank of the cup, that was when Jesus was separated from God. <laughs> Let me give you background to this. Let me give you background to this. I am enjoying what I'm doing this day. I am enjoying what I'm teaching. Let me give you background to this. How many of you knew that Adam, 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 Adam did not, Adam's death was spiritual before it was physical. Remember God told them, in the, in the, he told them you can eat of every tree in the garden, isn't it? He said, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat. For in the day thou eat thereof, thou shalt surely die. Now, when they ate from the tree, you remember that it wasn't like they started dying. It wasn't like they started, they died immediately physically, like they just died. Remember, what happened was a spiritual death that led to physical death at the end of the day. But when God talks death, when you, when you want to think death in God's time, it is not cessation of life. It is rather alienation from the life of God. 
<laughs> Can you now see why you have been wrong all along? You usually capture death in terms of when Jesus now gave up the ghost on the cross. But meanwhile, he started dying as soon as he drank from that cup. Because we understood from the passage we read in Matthew 26 and 36 downward, when we were reading that scripture about him praying in Gestiman, we understood that he was, he was, he was, the bone of contention was the cup. And it was the cup that was going to determine if he was going to be captured or not. We also understood that drinking from the cup we initiate his death process. And we also understood that this was what he was arguing. This was what he was, he was, not, I wouldn't use the word argue, sorry to say, it's not argue. This was what he was needing to surrender his will concerning, concerning. This was what he was actually praying to God. If it's possible, can this cup pass over me? Can this cup pass over me? This was what he was praying to God to obey for. And we understood that he said, not thy will, not my will, but your will be done. When Jesus said, not my will, but your will be done, he meant that he agreed and drank from the cup. And if he drank from the cup, then he, he, he died. As soon as Jesus drank from that cup, Jesus died. That was, and the death he died was a spiritual death. And as soon as he died a spiritual death, he no longer had a covering. So does it not make sense? Why Jesus was on the cross, Jesus made the statement, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Remember, Jesus did not say, My Father, my Father. He now uses the word, My God, my God, to show you that he has been alienated from God's life and covering. God was no longer covering him up again. God was no longer defending him again. God was no longer, now he was suffering for the sin of mankind. Are you getting what I'm saying? So Jesus now drank from the cup and as soon as he drank from the cup, which we check through scripture and, you know, references in the Old Testament referred to the cup that was full of God's wrath and anger. As soon as he drank from the cup, God, uh, Jesus Christ, was disconnected. He died spiritually. He was cut off from God's life. He was cut off from God's protection. Because if, he must, if Jesus must satisfy divine claim of justice, then he must pour his wrath upon him for the sin of mankind. Because now he would become, he would you know sin. Eh? He became sin for us. So that we might become the righteousness of Christ. Isn't it? 2 Corinthians 5.21 Does it now make, it make sense? Now, let me show you. Let me show you that, that, that quick passage of scripture. 2 Corinthians 5 verse 21 I, I so much love the story concerning the, the, the death and burial and resurrection of Jesus. It's so exciting. Deep things. Deep things. Deep things. Asha dizo ketuzina maladia. Oh, thank you, Father, for dying. Thank you. Thank you for dying. Thank you for dying on the cross of Calvary. Can you now see now that Jesus' death, as it were, was not on the cross. It started that night. 
Second Corinthians 5.22, it says, God made the one who did not know sin. He made him to be sin for us. So that in him, we will become the righteousness of God. So you are, you are trying to understand where was he made sin? He was in the garden of Gethsemane. He was made sin, my dear. He was made sin in that garden. How was he made sin? He drank from the cup. He drank from the cup. He drank from the cup, which was going to be in form of his suffering and death. That was what we understood. That cup talks about God's wrath and anger. That's what it means. Are you getting what I'm saying? He drank from the cup and that was where the death happened. That was where he was alienated from the life of God. Because death to God is not the same way you, you think death. Death is spiritual to God. And when God say, when, when we think spiritual death, we are not thinking you die in cessation of life. We are seeing you being caught out, alienated from the life of God. That's what it means. And as soon as Jesus drank from that cup, that was what happened to Jesus. Does it not make sense now? <laughs> so that was why they could capture him in the first place. He told them that before now you could not capture me. Remember, he said that in that same place where they came to arrest him. He said, you could not capture me before now. I have taught in your temples. I have done, but now. It's just trying to point to us the defining moment. When did this all happen? Are you getting what I'm saying? That's That's what Jesus was just trying to point to us that, you see, the hour has come actually. And this hour that has come, I want you to understand that is because of something that just happened in Gethsemane that is possible for you to be able to capture me. But without that, you wouldn't have been able to capture me. Are you getting what I'm saying? Hallelujah. When I caught this light, I was like, wow, 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 wow. So Jesus did not just die when it was, that wasn't when Jesus just died when he was on the cross. No, Jesus actually started dying. His death began in Gethsemane when he drank from the cup that was full of God's wrath and God's anger. And that as soon as he drank from the cup, he he actually was separated, cut out from the life of God, from the life of God, from what made him the son of God. He, He was cut off from every 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 authority he had now he was made sin that was when jesus was made sin for you and i he was made sin in that guest event. he was made sin and that was what was strategic about that hour that was what was strategic about that hour are you getting what i'm saying so jesus began experiencing death from guest man that was where he started experiencing death he started experiencing death from Gethsemane as soon as he took from the cup. Because after he took from the cup, then he was capturable. Then they could lay hold on him. And then nothing happens. It was then he could be led as a lamb to slaughter. Does it not make sense now? <laughs> and if you look at that night, that was Thursday night. <laughs> it was Thursday night. And Thursday night... Friday night, Saturday night, it makes the days as well because it began Thursday night and ended Sunday morning. 
that makes three days and three nights are you getting what i'm saying i hope this blessed you but i'm not yet done to further go more do you understand that now this is just to give you enlightenment as well concerning it if you've ever thought about it remember that the redemption package did not just capture because it did not just capture when jesus was on when jesus was on the cross alone till death until his burial remember redemption package i'm saying this again remember redemption package did not just start from when jesus died on the cross because what we usually can't when we usually can't from is today's afternoon that christ died meanwhile when you start reading scriptures like isaiah 53 isaiah 53 i would prefer to read from the kjv now isaiah 53 the popular scriptures we used to use for healing scriptures those popular scriptures you will now notice something that actually in the real sense of it jesus sees a redemption package when you want to talk about redemption of mankind it did not start just from the cross are you getting the point now it didn't just start from the cross i want you to see i want you to see this uh-huh. Uh-huh. all right so let me let me let me <laughs> isaiah 53 let me read from verse 1 let me read from verse 1 so that you have understanding of these things Isaiah 53 verse 1. This is about redemption of mankind though. Hope you know. Isaiah 53 speaks about the redemption of mankind. And what Jesus went through. So you will notice that actually in this scripture. In this scripture. You will will see that what it entailed was detailed more than what we used to claim. It wasn't just from the cross that Isaiah 53 was speaking from. He's speaking from how jesus death begins he speaks about what i've just explained see Isaiah 53 verse 1 said who had believed our report and to whom is the arm of the lord revealed verse 2 for he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of the dry ground he hath no form nor comeliness when we shall see him there is no beauty that we should desire him now are you seeing that now are you seeing that now verse 3 is despised and rejected of men a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief he said and we hid as it were our faces from him he was despised and we esteemed him not are you seeing that verse 4 see verse 4 he said surely he had borne our griefs and carried our sorrow and yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. That was what happened in the Garden of Gethsemane. Are you seeing that now? Hope you are getting it now. Because this thing that also happened to him was a substitutionary sacrifice. This was also part of the redemption package. It was also part of his death. Are you getting what I'm saying? Verse 4 said, Surely he had borne our griefs, carried our sorrows. 
yet with deep esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. You have to understand that was what happened in the Garden of Gethsemane. That was a substitutionary work of Jesus for us. See what he now said in verse 5. But he was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes we are healed. Does it not make sense now? Because after they captured him and they were taking him from the Pontus Pilate, they were taking him to the priest. Does it not make sense now that when they were giving Jesus those stripes, the death already was already initiated? At that point, the death had already been initiated because the Isaiah, the prophet Isaiah, captured it here. He was wounded for our transgressions. So you, you capture when Jesus died on the cross. But actually, that was it when this death began. The death began when they could capture him. As soon as he drank from the cup, the death began. And as soon as the death began, they could capture him. And every other team built up like that till the cross. Does it not make sense now? Everything built up to the cross. So, so much more. The prophet Isaiah was stating here that you see what happened in the garden of Gethsemane when he took of that cup that actually... He bore our grief and our sorrow. He said, and he was what? Stricken, smitten of God, afflicted. So you would not start thinking that the death of Jesus started when he now gave up the ghost on the cross. No, 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 no. You have to understand his death actually began from that garden of Gethsemane. Because you, where would you put where he was beaten for our sake? Where you say today he was wounded for our transgression. So it means that in the redemption package, you see that time they were beating Jesus. They were giving him stripes and they were, you know, removing chunks of his flesh. It's part of the redemption package. That is part of the death. It's part of the death. That's what I want you to see. But he was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquities. He said the chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. Are you getting what I'm saying? Look at verse 6 again. Exciting scripture. Verse 6 of Isaiah 53. He said, all we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord had laid on him the iniquity of us all. It was in that garden of Gethsemane these things happened, no? It was in that garden of Gethsemane these things happened, no? See what verse 7 of Isaiah 53 says. He was oppressed. See what? He was afflicted. Yet, he opened not his mouth. He is brought as a lamb to the slaughter. And as a sheep before, as shearers is dumb. So he opened not his mouth. Does it now make sense now? Can you see now? When prophet Isaiah was prophesying this, he wasn't just talking about, he wasn't just talking about when Jesus died on the cross. No. He's trying to tell you that the redemption package, actually, 
also those times they were taking him and they were asking him and the pilot was asking him are you the son of god are you the king of the jews and he opened not his mouth and all of that all of that the whole process had begun death began when they could capture him and they could capture him because he drank from the cup that was full of god's wrath and anger and when he drank and remember god's face cannot behold iniquity he was made sin for us as soon as he drank from that cup he was made sin he was made sin he was made sin and that's why he couldn't call god his father because he was cut off now he was cut off now he was cut off now he was made sin for us does it not make sense he was cut off he was cut off from that life of god that was death he could not call god his father no because he was made sin and god's face will not behold iniquity because christ was made sin what an awesome thing jesus did we give him praise for this deliverance we give him praise for this deliverance we give him praise for these works he has done on our behalf we thank him for his finished works he said he was wounded for our transgression so those time that the 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 pilot said they should go and give him 36 stripes he was part of the redemption package the death was already in place the death was already in place does it make sense the death was already initiated he took from the cup and the death was initiated does it make sense now glory to god 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 can someone rejoice in the house glory to god thank you jesus for dying 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 oh rabadaki thank you lord oh thank you jesus we give you praise we give you glory thank you lord for dying thank you jesus christ we give you praise it it we amaze you that death happened happened it started thursday night in the garden of Gethsemane. that was when it began as soon as jesus drank from the cup as soon as jesus drank from the cup <laughs> as soon as jesus drank from the cup he drank from the cup and then he, he was capturable and when he was captured that was it and that was why he was telling them he said before now you could not capture me i've always walked around and you know you could not capture me it's because the hour has come and now they were leading him and then he opened not his mouth he didn't defend himself anywhere and when he didn't defend himself isaiah prophet isaiah captured that in in his book in isaiah 53 he said he was oppressed he was afflicted yet opened not his mouth he is brought as lamb to the slaughter and is as a chief before a cheras is done so he opened not his mouth so it means that all those times jesus opened not his mouth something was already going on that was why he was very careful nothing he, he, he anything he did could alter anything so he opened not his mouth because the death had already begun does it make sense now so all those times they were they were giving him all those stripes they were giving him all those stripes it meant that the 
time they were beating him and they were giving him those stripes was also important for our redemption. That time in the garden of Gethsemane, when he was drinking from the cup, was also important for our redemption. So everything was important. The cross of Jesus is not, is not more important than the blood. The blood is not more important than the cross. Like Watchman Nee, we always say, Watchman Nee said, the blood of Jesus washes away the sins. He said, but the cross dealt with who we are, who we were. Are you getting what I'm seeing? Everything builds up. The substitutionary sacrifice of Jesus started from the Garden of Gethsemane all the way to his burial. Are you getting what I'm saying now? Yes. So you won't start counting from Friday afternoon. You actually start counting from yesterday evening. <laughs> Do you not see it now? <laughs> so from Thursday night to Sunday morning, Jesus was actually true when he said, he was going to die for three days and three nights. Thursday night to Sunday morning is three days and three nights. So it meant that this old substitutionary sacrifice started from the Garden of Gethsemane. And that happens to be Thursday evening. And it's because when God, when we say death, Jesus' death was spiritual before a physical one occurred. And we also understand that from Genesis as well, that when God told them not to eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and said that the day they eat, they will surely die, he wasn't talking about physical death. So we understood that when God speaks death, when God talks about death, he's not talking about cessation of life. He's not saying that you, when you stop breathing, it's actually that you will be separated from the life of God and Jesus was separated from the life of God in the garden of Gethsemane when he drank of the cup that was full of God's wrath and anger and I showed us at the beginning of this recorded teaching that the cup when we looked at Isaiah 51 verse 17, Isaiah 51 verse 22, there are many scriptures to look, Psalm 11 verse 8 and 6 or 8 downward, it speaks about the cup. The cup had been usually used, contextually speaking, about the death. The, it's talking about God's anger, God's wrath. That's, what it, that's the context that has been used prior before now. Are you getting it now? So when Jesus said, except I drink from the cup, we now understood what he meant. That that was where he was separated from the life of God. Is someone listening to me and then you've not surrendered your life to Jesus? This is a good time. Jesus died for you. Second Corinthians 5.21, he was made sin for you. It was made sin for you. And uh, permit me to say this. You must understand that from the garden of Gethsemane to his resurrection and ascension, everything Jesus did was substitutionary. Meaning that Jesus bore our grief and sorrow so that we would not grieve and be sorrowful. Meaning that Jesus was, was wounded for our transgression and then was beaten and stricken for us. So that why? So that you and I now will be healed 
both in our spirit, soul, and in our body. He now said the chastisement of our peace was upon him, so that you and I will have peace with God that will no longer bear this wrath, that we will have peace with God. Prior before now, man did not have peace with God because he was an enemy of God due to the carrying of the nature of sin. But the chastisement of our peace was upon him and that he was buried, that you too was buried into the same baptism of death. Can you now understand when the Paul, Apostle Paul said, I am crucified with Christ, that you were crucified also when he was nailed to the cross, and that you were buried. That scripture said we were buried into the baptism of his death. And that when he resurrected, you too, you came alive to Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to God. And the morning of Sunday, his tomb was empty. And they said, he said to them, why seek ye the living among the dead? Because now, you and I, we, as, when Christ resurrected, we too were resurrected. When he ascended, we also did. Can you now understand why Paul said in Ephesians, he said, we are seated with Christ, where? In heavenly places. Because you too, you also ascended and you are seated with Christ as well. So everything Jesus did, starting from the Garden of Gethsemane, was substitutionary all the way. All the way. All the way. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Can you just bless him wherever you are? Thank Jesus for these works indeed. This is the wisdom of God. This is the wisdom of God. He said, if the priests of this world had knew it, they would not have crucified the Lord. They will not have crucified the Lord. They will not have crucified the Lord. Ah, oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, we give you praise and glory. You have to understand this truth. When he drank from the cup, a whole lot changed. Remember, remember. You, you, and I have to show you the reason why, why Satan was insisting that he should be crucified and the wisdom God used the wisdom God actually used the wisdom God actually used you need to see this you will be excited you will be excited the wisdom God used for Satan Ah, yeah, da, 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 but can somebody just pray in the Holy Ghost for a few minutes? <laughs> I'm excited, yeah. Ah, Maratiko sepagila, rabatiko sopokoria da bashande, teskiva niso, pragose prokotobodosos. Can you, can you, can you just bless God? We give you praise, Lord. We give you praise, Lord. We give you praise, Lord. Now, I have to show you something very powerful. In John 14, John 14, verse 30, John 14, verse 30, 
John 14 verse 30. I, I need to show you something. You need to know the wisdom God used and back, and you know, this was the wisdom of God that made God just, you know. <laughs> ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. John 14 30, KJV version. See what he said. John 14 30. He said, He said, I will, let, let me, let me, I'm, I, he said, John 14 30 said, Hereafter, I will not talk much with you. He said, For the prince of this world, who is the prince of this world? Lucifer. He said, He came. He said, He came. He said, He came. He said, He came. He said, He, said, he cometh and had no. I have to take that again. He said, Hereafter, I will not talk much with you for the prince of this world comment and had nothing in me. You have to understand this, that actually Satan came and searched him. He found nothing. Actually, it was because Satan found nothing. He now instigated his crucifixion. Are you getting it now? It was because, it was because he came and found nothing that he now did what? He actually instigated crucifixion. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. But the wisdom happened in the garden of Gethsemane. The wisdom of God happened in the garden of Gethsemane. As soon as Jesus took of the cup, as soon as Jesus took from the cup, then he died. He died. He died. He died. Can we just give him praise everywhere? Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, Rabada Sufarati Shoshia. Oh, Rabasiko Prahashin de Posia. Takabosinto Legedius. I minister to everyone who has been sick and who is carrying pain and infirmity in their body right now. I command your healing. I command your wholeness. Behold, in the name of Jesus. Behold, in the name of Jesus. Behold, in the name of Jesus, for Jesus had borne your infirmities. Jesus had borne your infirmities. And by his stripes, you were made whole. And because this truth is substitutionary, I pray for you right now, that pain, that sickness leaves you. It leaves your body right now. 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 That infirmity, that sickness leaves your body right now in the name of Jesus. I command healing upon you. I command healing upon you. Jesus was beaten for your sake. It is your right. It is your inheritance to be healed. You are the healed of the Lord. I release the healing power of Jesus to you right now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Jesus still heals in the house. Jesus still healing today. Jesus still healing today. Jesus still healing today. Oh, Rabado Sinto Rabashida Barado Sekosi Elabando Prahadios. Thank you, Lord. 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 We give you praise. Oh, we give you glory, Lord. Thank you for dying on the cross. Thank you for shedding your blood. Thank you for bearing upon us your chastisement of our peace. We bless you. We bless you. 
can you just give God praise and glory in the house? Extort him. Bless him. Bless him. <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. For in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you for joining me. Uh, if this particular meeting has blessed you, uh, drop me a comment via Facebook page, via anywhere. Just drop me a comment. God bless you. Thank you for following. It is Easter Friday. Enjoy it. Rejoice in the finished work of Christ. Bask in the substitutionary work. Enjoy every bit of it. Is that okay? Jesus is enthroned this weekend. Six have been healed. Anyone who is sick listening to this podcast and following on this mixer, they are healed in the name of Jesus. They are the healed of the Lord. They are the healed of the Lord. They are the healed of the Lord in the name of Jesus. They are the healed of the Lord in the name of Jesus. Yes, they are the healed of the Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. We give you praise. Thank you, everyone. Till I come your way again, have a very wonderful Easter. God bless you. Bye, everyone.